Hey there, it's Wendy Guth with Serendipitous Rebel, and I'm so excited for this episode of the Serendipitous Rebel podcast. This is our first entrepreneur interview, and I'm very excited to have the amazing Mallory Schlebach join me. So let me tell you something about Mallory. She is a marketing strategist with over 15 years of experience guiding six and seven figure businesses. She's the CEO of the Girl Boss Agency, her creative digital marketing agency for female entrepreneurs that helps them say goodbye to soul-sucking, boring marketing ever. Wow, that's amazing. Whether she's helping clients explode their visibility on social media, crafting marketing messaging so compelling clients are throwing money, um, or turning boring websites into lead-generating machines, Mallory makes marketing easy, fun, and magical for every single person. She's the proud mama of four humans under the age of 13. Oh, God bless her for that. <laughs> Two dogs, a guinea pig, and an assortment of fish. She will request tacos as her last meal and every Tuesday, of course. And you'll find her at 90 years old, still wearing hot pink lipstick, heels, and hoarding books. Her top profile on social media is Instagram, and we'll be sure to leave a link below. So join us as we dig deep into Mallory's purposeful pivoting story. Welcome to the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is for the adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. And just like you, we are trying to figure shit out. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. Hi, I'm Wendy Guth. And no, that is not Crystal Iker sitting across from me today. It is the absolute amazing, fabulous Mallory Schlebach here today. Yay, I'm clapping. Yay! Exactly. So this is season two of Serendipitous Rebel, and we're focusing on interviewing about purpose purposeful pivoting and entrepreneurs who have successfully gone through a pivot or in the or are successfully going through a pivot something of that nature. So I know I've introduced Mallory in, in the little intro, but I want to go ahead and just introduce her in terms of the many hats that she wears. She's a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, a house manager, a worship leader. I could also add having known Mallory for a number of years right now, an amazing marketing strategist. Yes. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And just an all around really good person who I thoroughly enjoy getting to spend time with, which seems to be rarer and rarer these days. Hopefully we'll rectify that in the not too distant future. Oh yes. yes. I'm <laughs> But in the meantime, we are here for this interview. And so Mallory, if I may, I want to start with asking you, so how did you get started in the online space, in the online world? 
I love that. That's a great question because I think like, don't you find most people you talk to, it's always the most random ways that we find this online space and yes. <laughs> mine is definitely no different. So I uh, started out as a journalist in college and I worked at a newspaper and I quickly decided that was not for me. And so <laughs> I pitched myself to my dad, who's also an entrepreneur uh, straight out of college and said, Hey, here's my resume. Here's a job uh, opening for a position you do not have that I'm creating. Can you hire me? And he did. And he took a chance on me a long time ago to basically learn the ropes of his business, do all the marketing and grow with it the past 15 years. So really I blame him for introducing me to the <laughs> online space because about 2017, he started introducing me to like Jeff Walker of Product Launch Formula, Ryan Levesque of the Ask mm-hmm. Method, Shailene Johnson. We started to go into all of their workshops and events and joining their mastermind together because we were trying to figure out what was our side thing going to be. We both wanted to do something. I had no idea it was possible. He gave me this bug. And so that's kind of how I started was my dad introduced me and we were just like, how the heck do we do this? This is going to be something amazing. And so I actually, Wendy, I actually started, I'm not sure if you knew me at this point, but I actually started out in the space as like a mom coach. And I was, it's called the happy mama coaching. And my thing was, I was going to coach women who were like moms who were just overwhelmed with their life. The thing, the Mm -hmm. comment I get the most, I have four kids at the time when I started this, they were like, one, three, five, six. They were all, they're all very close together. And everyone asked me like, well, how do you do it? And how are you so calm? And how do you do this? And so I got certified as a life and business coach through IPEC. And I was like, I'm going to coach moms. I'm going to save the world. It's going to be amazing. Except for I found the first year that like nobody (laughs) wanted help. They just wanted to bitch and moan about their life, which I get, I'm a mom. And I was like, this is not working. I have to save the world. But what I was getting traction on was people would be like, Hey, can you like read this copy I wrote? Can you check out my (laughs) website? And I'm like, this is not going to save the world. And so finally my husband was like, you should maybe just do the thing you're really good at because it will still help people. And I'm like, it's not, it's not worthy. And I was like, fine. I will just put out this thing in a Facebook group. I'll say I'm doing a free marketing strategy session. So see Mm -hmm. what happens. And overnight I got 54 people applied. I did them all in the span of two weeks. And I was like, dang, I think I have something. And so that's where the start of me doing an online marketing business happened was realizing I could step into my strengths. Mm -hmm. I could still change the world. just wasn't the same way I envisioned it. And that's kind of where my online journey has begun. I did actually, I did not know that's where you started, Uh, but I do think I was one of the 53 because uh, I have, I still have the initial marketing strategy that you did for me for Rebel on the Go. Yeah. Because it's still, I mean, it's, it was just, it was brilliant. It was so, it had so much goodness to it. There was so much there. I'm trying to, I know, I know. What, a, where do I go next? And I also forgot to mention in the intro and it's troubling me is you're a taco aficionado. So oh, we can bring know. it up, you know, lots of ways throughout yes. our taco. And someday you will be just the taco honcho. <laughs> I'm working on it. You know, I keep applying to positions where I can eat tacos and talk about them. It has not worked out yet in my favor, but I'm still hopeful. It will. It will. Do you consider yourself to be, you know, an instant success or a success in your initial online venture? Oh, Lord, no, no. And actually, it's kind of funny because I would tell you, 
I was at a retreat this past weekend in Miami with all these really successful business owners. And personally, we've had one of our highest grossing months this month. And I spent the weekend in tears still, you know, just, you know, there was just so much emotion. And even though we've had our best month, I just felt like a failure still like today. So even, so I think like success I'm learning it always feels like it's moving. And so I have to stop chasing success and what success looks like because it's always a bar that moves. I don't, it's not, you know, and for me, it's always like, I'm going to hit this sales goal. I'm going to feel awesome. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to have so many clients or da, 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 da. And what I'm realizing is success needs to look like, and this is what you're so great at is like, <laughs> what are the things in my life that are like, make me feel like me? Mm-hmm. And that is true success. And I think it's been a really hard shift because I'm a three mm-hmm. on the Enneagram. I'm all about go, 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 go. I'm all about like putting on the happy face at all the times. And so for me this weekend, it was just really hard to realize that one, I may never make it. Like I think in my head, I'm going to make it. And so stop freaking out about it. And how do I celebrate all the wins along the way? So I don't get trapped in the numbers game. So I don't know. That's kind of like a, a weird answer to your question. But I think for me, I'm learning. I don't know if I ever feel successful because I'm measuring it by the wrong things. But on paper, I think a lot of people would be like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. Like everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think as entrepreneurs, we try to keep that up. We want that to be good. And sometimes we're not honest with how we feel about really successful or unsuccessful business we have. There's a lot of emotion behind that. That's an understatement. (laughs) You know, we, we feel what we feel. And that's really important. Let's see, you said you're a, a house manager. I'm assuming that means your house. <laughs> my house manager. Okay. Basically, I have five children because my husband counts as one. I mean, kind of, let's be honest. Ladies. Exactly. And pets and all of that. Oh, we have a zoo here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you have time to spend? Do you work in the time to spend with your family and do the things that is a, it's a matter of prioritization. Right. And yes. I think also, Wendy, one part too, that was really important is, and our friend, Irina, you know, Irina as well, yeah, sure. she said something really profound, you know, that like, that's not me. a surprise. No, it's not. But she was just talking about how she was spending so much time putting her, like what she needed to do to feel successful in her business and work on her business. And she'd always uh-huh. say, well, I'm going to get to that this weekend. And I'm right. like, that is literally my mindset too. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and then I would waste my whole weekend away on stuff that doesn't really matter is not getting me further, not spending time with my family and building the life. And so I was like, oh yeah, that's me too. Like we're not worse. There's so much that we do alike as entrepreneurs. And sometimes it's, we just don't have the honest conversations like this mm-hmm. to talk about, Hey, we all do this, but it's not normal. And that's not mm-hmm. healthy. And let's figure out boundaries together to normalize what does it look like for rest and space and the white space. Yes. To and so oh that's something God. I want to really work on as well is like, yes. we have like, you know, no technology, you know, when I'm done working, we all put our friends away so we can mm-hmm. engage with the kids and family adventures, but it's hard because I'm a workaholic for sure. It's so interesting because it really is. How do we measure success for each of us? Yeah. And, that is, and it's so different. I think back, we've known each other really, I think since 2017. Yes. So pretty much both of us being in the online space at the same time. And I think about first, I was like, you know, how much money am I going to make? And then it's like, I'm not going to think about money because money's not important. Oh my gosh. Where did that <laughs> I incorporated in my mornings. I, I was actually just telling Mallory that I may fall asleep at some point during this interview. I just rode 22,000 meters this morning because that's what I do not every morning, but every Friday morning, that is what I do. And I have my time such that I block time right off the bat for my well-being. It's, it's just there. 
it's non-negotiable. And that's how I view, you know, it's a matter of changing how you view success. Right. It's interesting because you talked about stepping into your strengths. And that is such a huge piece of knowing that you're in the right place. Right. I'm like, oh no, you, you were crying. I want to <laughs> reach the thing and give you a hug. But it really is, it's really looking at, and we talk about, you know, our, yeah, our thing is, is pivoting and purposeful pivoting. And the purpose is what is your purpose? What, why are you on this earth? <laughs> and there's no question that money is critically important because it pays for all the things that we want, but ultimately is it the purpose? Hmm. hmm. And I'm not sure if that's a question for you or just a broad statement or something to ponder. Well, know? no, I agree because I also think too, I don't this is entrepreneurs or women or women entrepreneurs, but I think a lot of times we put so much shame on ourselves for mm around this whole idea about pivoting. If I, I mean, I'm trying to think if I could count, I've probably pivoted something in my business like every 30 days. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I think <laughs> we make little tiny ones and I think we make major yeah. ones and yeah. I think it's okay. And I really like, that's what you and Crystal talk so much about is just normalizing. Like we tell to like clients, I'm sure you tell clients and that, and why do we have such a hard time for ourselves doing it? Like, why do we put so much pressure on ourselves. I don't know if it's this like imposter syndrome or like people aren't going to take me as seriously if I ever change my mind on anything ever, or, you know what that is, but I love the idea of figuring out because sometimes your purpose changes. I think too, even if you're really intentional about it and that's normal. Like if we were a static person, we'd be mummies or something, right? Like we're not human if we're not changing and growing and thinking, and you're not a healthy human. If you're not taking in what's around you and absorbing it and changing your mind and your opinion and where you want to go, like that's okay. And we want you to do that. Exactly. I also went through that. You know, I remember being called flighty Mm -hmm. and I found that to be very painful. Oh yeah. And it was just kind of, well, why am I flighty? And I love that you say to me that you were, that, that every, every 30 days, I absolutely (laughs) love that because it actually means that you're thinking about your business. You're thinking about your priorities and you're seeing the, and, and, and I also think, or actually I know that you're also looking at the best ways to serve your clients. Right. In a healthy way, because like, even like, you yeah. know, like I, I know listening to your podcast, you guys talk about this overwhelming desire we often have of like burning everything down, like burning the ships, burning all the stuff. And so I think there's a way if you purposeful, purposefully think about pivoting big and tiny ways mm-hmm. in your business and in your personal life, it helps you to not burn everything down. You know, it helps you, it gives you some kind of like safe buffer from the worst parts of yourself that are going to freak out. Like, Mm -hmm. like I can always, you know, anytime something bad happens, I'm learning how to quickly feel the emotion, process the emotion, think through all the worst case things, but not give myself more than five minutes to really sit in that because we don't got time for that. There's so much, there's a lesson to be learned. There's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. There's a closed door for a reason. And so learning how to process that healthily, like some of these stuff, I'm like, dang, I wish I would have learned this, you know, as <laughs> yes. a kid, as a teenager, yes. as a, when I first oh, got married, sure. you know, like, why does it take until you're in your middle age to discover some of this stuff? Yeah. You know, and it, if you think about it, so your dad's an entrepreneur. Yeah. Has, has everything he's ever touched been gold? Is he, does he have the Midas touch? Has he never, has he never had something that wasn't particularly successful? No. And that's, what's funny, actually, <laughs> I would say maybe probably a, 
about the same time we discovered the online space, uh-huh. he realized that he had just built a business that fit his lifestyle and he was just coasting. Mm-hmm. Like he realized he wasn't thinking big enough about himself and his team and his clients. And so he started hiring coaches and online, you know, in this online space, it really changed everything about what he did in his business from that movement on. It was like, he needed self-awareness that he became certified as a high-performance coach with Brendan Bouchard. He actually just sold his company last week. And so now he gets to go do what he, what he actually wants to do. Like that side hustle we started five years ago, he gets to go pursue it now. And so I think watching him Mm-hmm. navigate stuff has been, you know, both helpful and unhelpful because obviously it's my parent. There's always those weird childhood, you know, yeah. <laughs> things that come yeah. up as far as like how, oh, I see the unhealthy way you process that. But as an adult now, I'm going <laughs> to stop doing that. Those kinds of things. But there's so much more, you know, depth to it that I wouldn't trade working with my dad with anything. Like he has helped, my brother's an entrepreneur also, but he has helped shape us to see what's possible mm-hmm. in ways that I, I would never have done this on my own without him. That's fabulous. That's absolutely fabulous. And, you know, I think it's interesting when you say how women in particular, yeah, female entrepreneurs, because like, you know, I want to, I want to ask, I mean, were you scared (laughs) every 30 days? Are you scared when you, when you've made pivots? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, I tell my team, like, I'm trying to be very honest with my team, but also like not scare them. I have one person on my team who I tell a lot to, I'm like, you're my therapist today. I just want you to know this is where I'm really feeling, (laughs) but I try to be really honest about, Hey guys, we're going to do this because this happened. And I don't ever think it's a freak out thing. I don't take, you know, clients coming and going and crazy things happening. I don't think it's a bad thing. Like Mm -hmm. I might have the emotion that freaks out, but we're going to get through this together. And so I think for me, I'm always scared, but I try to be really, really brave about the decisions I'm making, despite the scaredness. Mm -hmm. You don't read Brene Brown on (laughs) Actually, I have not read anything of hers. I just see her on Instagram. I really need to. My mom's like always like listening to her podcast and sending me stuff, but yes, I know. (laughs) Well, I'm doing her dare to lead leadership course. So I'll I'll share it with you. Perfect. I wonder why as women, because we are stronger than we ever can admit that we ever admit to. Yeah. We're mothers. We're nurt, you know, we're, we're, we're creators of life. We're nurturers. We, and frankly, we make decisions. We, we do a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I just don't know where the, but, and, and it's, it seems it's pervasive. We just have some, you know, something that triggers in us that says we either can't do, or we're not good enough. And yeah. Most of the time it's like, we want to kick each other and say, Oh my God, you just, if you could only see yourself or see, absolutely. Yourself. I'm not sure that this podcast can solve that problem. I'd love <laughs> to be able to. No, but, but I do think the fact that you're pointing, like you bring so much self-awareness to the topic. And uh, I think even just having these interviews, I love this is what you're doing for season two. It just helps normalize it because I think over and over, if we can just normalize we have feelings we have big things we all the all the stuff you guys kind of go through and it helps give the next person listening and the next person you know strength to make the decision to do the thing they've been terrified to do or mm-hmm. to switch their business around or turn every switch everything like go crazy turn the opposite direction do something brand new that's going to be okay it's normal yes. we're doing this we're all doing this and we're all okay very good exactly. variations exactly. of it but we're, we're going to be fine <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you decide to pivot to? You've stayed pretty much except for the initial you've been in. So I love it. You've been pretty much doing the small, not the let's blow everything up. You've been doing the 
yeah, can you talk a little bit about the smaller, the smaller pivots? Yeah. So I, and, and I will tell you, even small pivots feel like big pivots a lot yes. of times too, <laughs> but they are, I've been in marketing the whole time, which has been a blessing. But I, initially when I started out, I was doing just one-on-one consulting and mm. I worked with people directly one-on-one. And then I moved into, I, you know, I built a course mm-hmm. and then I had people coming in through the course and doing stuff. And, and I had a mastermind as part of that. And we did live beach retreats. And so that was I'm kind still of my, waiting for the beach retreat. Oh, I, you know, actually I was writing on my calendar this weekend of when the next one is. Cause I am so ready to bring them back. Uh, and I get asked all the time about it. So I'm pretty sure I could fill it with people who've already just asked me. Yes. <laughs> but I, you know, that's what I was doing for a long time. And then, and most of the people, I would say maybe 70% of them were local businesses, like local mm-hmm. business owners. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine what happened in 2020 when all these brick and mortar businesses who yeah. I was working with got hit with COVID. And so I had to rapidly change everything I was doing about my business model kind of overnight. And so I went back to the thing that I know how to do. I just was resistant to do it. And that's done for you marketing Mm -hmm. uh, because people always need that no matter what's happening in the world. And so I basically went from being a solopreneur and just building up all this consulting type work Mm -hmm. to rapidly growing a team and doing. And so we built out an agency in 2020. And so we are now up to 12 people and oh, we, wow. have, we have social media arms, we have website arms, we do copywriting, we do branding. So that's kind of our new lane. We're still in it, but it, how we've shifted, how I serve clients and how I show up has been different. Mm-hmm. How I bring on team versus just me. That's always, that's really interesting shift too, of like how to still be the face, but not the face and support a team and not just be the one that does it all. And how do I lead people well? And that's been a really interesting shift, you know, this year of just learning how to lead well and yes. do the things I have to do, but that's kind of been the shift. So it's how do I, how do I show up and deliver stuff and still keep the things going along the way? Wow. Was it worth it? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think even when you do hard things and maybe that's like, it's always like 2020 when you look back to um, a lot of times I always say jokingly, half jokingly, like sometimes I pray for hardship just because even though it's so horrible and it's miserable and there's always crazy things that happen, but there's usually so much sweetness and that comes on the other side of it. If you make it through that, you never would have chosen to do it yourself, right? Like you're yeah. like, you're forcing yourself, like I don't know, forging your character through, you know, through the hardships and the crazy things and the, like, mm-hmm. the stuff you're scared. Like that's when you just see who you really are and what's really important to you. And like, you can't become the person you're meant to be if everything always works out. Well, it's, it's post-traumatic growth and it is incredibly there, there, that's a name for it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's incredibly powerful, you know, for, I think, especially with COVID, it's one of those things you never want it to have happened, but there are, yes, as you said, there are blessings that once you come out the other end, there are blessings to be had during it. You know, I think of the fact that I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be looking at wellness the way I look at it now. Yeah. Had COVID not happened, had I not started habits and blah, 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 you know, or serendipitous rebel wouldn't exist had there not been. Yeah. So yeah, it's, and again, the fact that we're, we're conversing about just this and and this as well makes other people say, oh, it's okay for me to say that it's okay to, to how I survived and got through the other side. Yeah, absolutely. So I have some rapid fire questions that I'm very excited. Are you ready? I'm ready. 
What is one system you can't live without? Ooh, I'll click up for sure. Is that all that system, the software, but yeah. that's where all our systems live. Oh. We, we would not be able to function as a business without ClickUp. Oh. Basically my, I log in and it tells me everything I have to do that day and who's responsible and I can delegate and, and I am, you know, being able to organize myself and my team that has been so important because so much lives in our heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yes. I don't know about you, but my head is no longer reliable <laughs> to keep all the things in a line. And so that's the system where everything flows through that. If it doesn't go into there, it doesn't happen. So that's one thing we could not live without. Oh, love that. Love that. What gets you up out of bed in the morning? Well, one is literally my children, but <laughs> I really love what I do. I feel like one, even though we run an agency, I think one thing that I, I kind of liken my job to is, and you have a daughter, so you'll understand my oldest mm-hmm. is 13 and I don't know about you, but she just is so hard on herself about all the things, you know, she doesn't see how beautiful she's blossoming into. She doesn't see how wicked funny she is. She doesn't see all the things that we see as her mom and not even being biased. Like she's so talented. And I feel like my role as her mom is to be like one cheerleader, but also to show her how we see her over and over and over again. And I feel my role is the same with business owners that I get to work with and marketing. And that's why our whole thing is about being fun and authentic and being bold is because that's the version of you that we see. Like you may not feel, you might feel really like, oh, like a wallflower, but we see you as amazing and talented and oh my gosh, we're going to showcase that. And so my job is to be able to do that for women. And when I see someone step into the confidence that they are starting to kind of see how everyone else around them sees them, then that's what gets me out of bed is we're going to go cheer this one on today. We're going to go put that out there. It's going to go crazy. You know, people are going to see you as we see you. I think you've actually brought a tear or two to my eye. (laughs) And I will say again, because I've known you for, well, in the online space, it's forever. (laughs) It is. forever. It is. You are an absolutely amazing cheerleader. Absolutely amazing cheerleader. And especially having daughters, that's, yeah, that's really, it's, it's really important that we do. What do you love about being an entrepreneur? And I think you may have just answered that, but <laughs> it is in my, you know, what gets me up, but also it's the freedom. I was recently offered to a full-time position with the new CEO of my dad's company. And I, and I said, I can't do it. I know myself. I could not give away the ability to make whatever choice I want to make about whatever I want to yeah. make every single day like that, even no matter how crazy it gets, how yeah. scary it could get. And there is so much joy. And, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until I like, stepped fully away from like being an employee for someone, but there's so much joy in getting to choose. And like, sometimes I had to remind myself, like I went and got my nails done on a Friday and nobody mm-hmm. told me no, like, like I didn't have to do any PTO or, you know, I get to go on a field trip or mm-hmm. I can just go sit outside. Cause I want to sit outside, like things like right. that make it so worth it. That it would be really, really hard to, I mean, I could never go back. So I keep telling him no amount of money would ever make me go back to be a full-time employee. That is, you know, I think for a lot of us, that is really the crux of it. It's, it's being able, whether it's going, you just went away with your husband or, you know, being able to do things for the kids, not worrying about doctor's appointments and the, all that. Yeah. That is part of it is to the mindset that comes with it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's almost like your mind can expand to like, I can, I mean, 
I can't give you a number of what I would do full time because I know I could probably blow that out of the water somehow with my own. So why would I ever limit myself with a number you want me to work for as employee full time when the sky is the limit when I get to make the choices, right? Mm-hmm. As an employee, I'd be like, I'm stuck in this box. So that's, that's, it's addicting. It's addicting to be like, what can I create today? Oh, I love that. Absolutely love that. Define purpose. Ooh, that's a hard one, Wendy. Define a purpose. I would say purpose is doing the thing that only you can do in the way that you are created to do it. And I mean that in all the senses, whether that's, you know, emotionally, physically, through your personality, it's showing up as you are meant to be and doing that thing. And that thing might change, but doing that thing means you're in your purpose. Oh. Well, Mallory, I absolutely love that we have now had this opportunity to see your purpose, to see the ever so fabulous you, get a little bit of the history behind the Girl Boss Agency. And yes, yes. And thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been a delight. Yeah, yeah. And so, and thank all of our, uh, thank you all of, to all of our listeners. This is a wrap for this episode of the Serendipitous Rebel podcast and we will see you again next week thanks for listening be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating but only if you liked it otherwise just keep it to yourself you can learn more about our upcoming masterminding opportunities on our website at serendipitousrebel.com And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media. Hey, see you next week. Bye. Bye.